Hey everyone, and thanks for listening. In this interview, you're going to hear from a longtime friend of High Fives, Justin McLamory, who's going to be interviewed by a guest interviewer, High Five trainer, Rich Keegan. So the next voice you'll hear will be Rich's. Thank you so much and enjoy. So uh, this, I'm talking with Justin McGlamory. He's the chief focus locus here of Focus Your Locus LLC. And um, it's also the, uh, Phil probably Phil all of a sudden anyway, but he's also the author of uh, Focus Your Locus, co-author with Mike Gesford about how to better get individual focus and the focus of your groups. And it's been a long time, 20 year friend of High Five. So I thought it'd be a great thing to be able to sit down and talk with Justin about more than a few things. So welcome, Justin. Thanks, Rich. It's good to be here. Yeah. So let's start off with um, how did you get involved in adventure education? What kind of got that going for you? I had the awesome benefit of um, working at a really amazing school for kids with special needs called the Jenger Center, <clears throat> excuse me, which is located in West Hartford, Connecticut, on the campus of the University of St. Joseph, then called St. Joseph College. Um, and the PE teacher at the time, my good friend and yours, Mike Gesford, um, came to me and said, you know, our kids are having a hard time playing with one another. They, they don't know how to act as a team. I had this adventure ed thing in high school and in college, and I think you'd be really great at it. You want to start this? <laughs> and so, uh, I was like, yeah, it sounds fun. And ended up going to a five day ABC training, adventure based counseling training at Project Adventure. And really kind of felt like I had come home to this. I had been bouncing around with, I should be a teacher. I'm, I'm really good at this. My parents are, we're both teachers and, um, I was enjoying doing the work at the Jenner Center, but I hated being in the classroom as a student a lot of the time. And, and then I was like, oh, maybe I should be a counselor. I, I, I ask, seem to ask people the right kind of questions for them to connect well with themselves and with me. And, um, but I really always disliked the traditional therapeutic environment. And when I went to this adventure-based counseling training, it was kind of the epiphany of this is what I'm supposed to do. And um, came home and immediately kind of had a, a moment um, getting off of my motorcycle from the training of this is what I'm supposed to do. And just immersed myself in it ever since. Uh, so it's I, been 20 years. High five practitioner of the year. CAPSEF practitioner of the year. So I think you picked the right thing. I, th I think so. I love it. Can you tell me a little bit about uh, the evolution of Focus Your Locus? Sure. Yeah. So Mike and I, after several years of doing this work and, and with, with others too at the Jenner Center, um, Chip Stotler, who um, was a huge, huge other friend of High Fives, um, Arlette Cassidy, the psychologist there, um, Betsy Collins, Laurel Kenzer at the time as well. Um, we'd all been doing a lot of this adventure ed thing with, uh, the kids at the Jenger Center and attending conferences and high five symposia and ultimately kind of came around finally going to a AEE international conference and having our heads cracked open a little bit more. And Mike and I had the discussion of we should do a workshop and well, what would we do a workshop around? 
And we came to, we're really doing a lot around how to help people focus, not only on one another in a group, but on themselves, how to regain focus and how might some of the activities that we'd been using shifted and changed or been adapted uh, to suit the kids we were working with who were along the gamut of different special needs. Um, so it was a lot of modify, modify, modify. And we just kind of came around to the overarching theme of focus um, and started really testing out a lot of activities through that lens, ultimately um, putting together a workshop, a 90-minute workshop called Hocus Pocus, Focus Your Locus, uh, a susical name Mike came up with, and um, had a blast doing that for several years, and including at High Five Symposium, I think in... 2007 maybe mm -hmm. um and ultimately uh after doing it for a bunch of years we ended up in not in the same time slot as jen stanchfield former high five colleague and associate there um who was able to attend our workshop and and told us no one's thinking about this stuff the way that you guys are right now have you considered doing a book to which we both chuckled and said no <laughs> Um, nothing we either, either of us set out to do. Um, so she suggested we send a, a writing sample to Wooden Barnes, um, which we did. And they took a risk and, and thought it sounded like a good idea. Um, so they, a bunch of their, uh, publishing partners met with us out in Portland or was it? Yeah. Portland, Oregon or Vancouver, Washington, actually. And at an AE conference yeah. and decided to go ahead and do it. And so we basically were able to take what we each presented on in the workshop and section it out and delegated each other's writing in that way and made a table of contents based on the skeletal situation in our workshop format. And it all kind of fell into place in this beautiful serendipity type of way, um, really allowing us to both expand on our own thinking about what we were doing and why and how. And um, yeah, that's coming up on 10 years since that book came out. Um, and we were talking about you're having a flurry of sales now because of the work you're doing with your own company now outside of beating at uh, the Jenger Center. That's right. So last St. Joe's. last year, 2018, um, St. Joe's shut down the Adventure Ed program after a good run um, as they transitioned into a co-ed institution. Don't know why they do that, but their loss. And anyway, my, my launch pad. So, you know, when you're thrown off the cliff, you can either fall or fly. And, uh, you know, the free fall is, is both terrifying and exhilarating and necessary to catch the updrafts and, and go off soaring onto your own thing. So thrown off the cliff and, um, an amazing wave of support and energy out in the universe, I think for me, being let go the way that I was and, and people seeing it as an injustice and, and, a, and really upset that the adventure program was going away. There was this huge wave of energy created behind me. Um, I feel that went out into the universe. And so as I explored what was next, um, the thing that excited me the most and terrified me the most was maybe doing my own thing. And, and I figured if there was ever a time to try this, it, it would be now, um, while there was this, energy behind me. And, um, I, if it flopped, I could resign myself to the fact that at least I tried, but if I didn't, that maybe I'd always be wondering what if, so why not? And luckily I have the love and support of an amazing partner, 
in my life uh, who, who told me to go for it and has supported me throughout. And I'm realizing a lot of fun success and, and uh, having a blast with it. Um, so, yeah, so I've been doing my own programs. And actually on Mike's birthday, I met a gentleman uh, who was presenting about his social emotional learning program. Um, called uh, Wingman, which is a project of Dylan's Wings of Change. Um, Dylan Hockley was a little boy who was killed in the Sandy Hook tragedy, um, the massacre at Sandy Hook School. And uh, his father has emerged from that tragedy, a gentleman named Ian Hockley, who's a remarkable man, um, emerged from that tragedy and wanted to share the love and honor the life of his child rather than focus on the death and guns and gun control and all that. So we're really doing a lot of work in schools, training kids and staff how to facilitate social emotional uh, learning activities, basically experiential ed activities with a social emotional learning focus. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Um, he's an inspiring person to have emerged in, in that way. Um, for all intents and purposes, I could understand why someone would crawl under a rock and never show themselves to the world again and for someone to come out of such a tragedy and transform and want to share love and teach empathy is a beautiful and inspiring thing. And I'm honored to be pulled in and a part of that project. So when I came on board and started working and talking with Ian, um, he asked me if my book would be appropriate to use. So I gave him a copy and said, you tell me to which he said, yes, please, sir. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so the book has is, is had some new life um, after about eight years. You know, we had a big flurry the first year and a half maybe. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, it always did well after workshops and things like that. But it was never a fly off the shelves type of book. Um, and now it's getting into the hands of everyone who's trained. Um, so it's it's a beautiful thing. Um, I'm really I'm really grateful and humbled and honored to be a part of, of that project um, and to have Ian pull me in so close and, and to call it mine as well. So it's uh, it's an awesome, awesome experience to be a part of. Holy cow. Talk about creating change too. Holy cow. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I mean, the whole metaphor of the butterfly, you know, his, his son had autism and, um, you know, needed, needed someone to go the extra mile for him. Some of the times he had a hard time communicating as Ian would say. And, uh, he really did well when he had a quote unquote wingman, right? Um, someone to look out for him and have his back. Um, and the other side was he, like many kids with autism spectrum disorders, you know, had some sensory stuff and would flap his arms and, and jump up and down. And his mom asked him one day, um, Dylan, why do you flap? And he told his mom in a, in a moment of clarity, uh, because I'm a beautiful butterfly, mommy. And uh, so the butterfly became a metaphor for Dylan's wings of change and now wingman, which is non-gender specific. It's like human wingman. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a superhero logo and the thought that, you know, we all need to go above and beyond for each other. Um, it's really about teaching empathy and reducing social isolationism and bullying and helping one another see and humanize each other. Um, it's, it's, it's really been a, a fun and meaningful ride to be on, um, both as a parent and a practitioner, um, and to get to know this gentleman who's become a great friend and, uh, and another good mirror for me as a parent in the world. Yeah. Amazing. Justin. When I did decide to do my own thing, um, 
And when I was turned loose from St. Joe's, it was, uh, it felt like the third and a seven year Trinity, seven year Trinity Mm -hmm. onset closed. One being losing Mike. The day they turned me loose was the seven years to the day that Mike died, which was crazy. So I lost Mike that day. So that was one knot. The other knot was, uh, inheriting the program, Adventure Ed program. And the other was seven years earlier, Mike and I had gone up to AEE International and Focus Your Locus was unveiled. And seven years later, I returned to Solo Rider to learn that Wooden Barnes was closing their doors. So to be turned loose on that day was like, this is magic and it's supposed to happen. Um, and so as I, as I stepped off, you know, because Wooden Barnes had closed, Judy, Mike's wife and I uh, met and uh, to talk about what do we want to do with the book and all that because they were closing and and uh, you know she said I just want you to keep keep them keep them alive through your work and keep the website up or something you know at the time because it was before I launched the business and I promised that I would do that. So when it came around to figuring out, all right, I'm going to do this thing. What am I going to call it? Like Justin McLamour Consulting is could could work, but kind of a little meh. Yeah, that's um, MC Glamour, you know, that's a little too niche hip hop focus. But as I kind of come, you know, I was thinking Ubuntu collaborative. I'd thrown that around years prior and yeah, been yeah. dreaming about doing this for a long time and um, wasn't sure if that was right yet either. And as I sat and reflected one day, just I saw around my space the book and a symbol on the wall and a picture of me and Mike with the book and the logo in the middle of the book. And I was like, I already got that logo. So I called Judy up and was like, what do you think if I call it focus your locus? What would, you, would that be okay with you? Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she had a moment and a teary moment and, and said, yes, please. And so it was really a way for me to honor Mike and our past and keep him present in the work as I step out and, and do my thing and do our thing. Um, Be looking at that seven year mark when you're seven years in and for your own thing, that could be an amazing moment as well. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I'm hoping it's um, so far. It's been an awesome adventure and the roller coaster ride. Um, not without its challenges, but definitely with its signs that I'm walking the path I'm supposed to be walking on. Um, it's, it's been a beautiful adventure and uh, yeah, the people I'm, coming into contact with and getting to do work with um, validate that daily. Um, And I'm super grateful um, for my people at high five. Uh, You know, every, every once in a while I'll I'll fade off and someone will reach out and just be like, Hey, you coming to the symposium? (laughs) Hey, are you going to boost? Um, So I had a blast out in Palm Springs with, with Jen and Phil this spring, um, bugging out at the booth and playing the, uh, swinging the hook on, swinging the ring onto the hook game. And, uh, Phil and I participated in this duck, duck boost relay race, which we saw the video. Yeah. We were pretty bad. He was a champion. I, I, my feet were just a little too short to reach the bottom of the pool. So I was just waiting for one of you to just beat the living heck out of the duck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it, it deserved it. We lost a good people though. We lost to the Tom's team, which had, uh, Matt Deitch, one of the kids from Parkland, uh, Parkland, Florida on the, uh, 
on their team. So it was pretty awesome to see him get to just be a kid yeah. and, and win and do his happy dance. And it's pretty awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. All right, Justin McGlamour, you are a high five gem. Keep talking. We're not, we can edit. Okay. One other, one other story I have, cause I love me some Jim Grout. Jim, uh, Jim is one of the funniest people I know. Um, I, 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 love this I loved Jim so much from the first time I met him. He just has this way of, of connecting with people and, and, and helping them to feel like they're connected aside from just connecting. So I, like the first several times I talked to Jim, I was struck by his, his ability to connect deeply and, and how, valued I felt in those conversations. Um, and so as I got to know Jim a little bit more over the years and kind of talking beyond like the workshop talk and, you know, just connecting a little bit deeper. Um, and, and certainly we, we connected more, even, even more after Mike died. Um, you know, he really showed up for me several times and would check in on me. Both he and Chris were, were really great about checking in. And, uh, I would come home from these workshops and, you know, my wife would ask, Hey, how, how was it? And I'd talk about people and the different cast of characters and what an amazing group of people it was. And, you know, and then Jim Grout and blah, blah, blah. And my kids, for whatever reason, my kids would get hung up on words, um, for a while. Like they were, one was really big on Beaver Waka Wico. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but she, she yeah, she's a trip. So anyway, they got stuck on Jim Grout and, uh, they would just come into rooms at random points, just be like, Jim Grout. Hey, Dad. Jim Grout. <laughs> like, leave the table and be like, Jim Grout. Oh and so finally, I guess it was at ACCT in Boston. I was FaceTiming my kids and w- riding up the escalator. And Jim was either at the top of the steps or walking down the steps adjacent to the escalator. I was like, oh, my gosh, you guys, look. It's Jim Grout. And they just lost it and were la- laughing and going, Jim Grout, Jim Grout. And he was just like dumbfounded, like, I don't get it. I don't know <laughs> no, what it means. And, and it. so I had fun with Jim over this for a few years. And then finally it morphed into them just saying at dinner all the time, can I be excused? I, I got to go to the bathroom. They'd leave, get just out of sight, and then pop back in and go, Jim Grout. And so I was like, what, are you, what does that mean, you guys? Uh, and they yeah. would say, oh, Jim Grout, it means just kidding. <laughs> so, oh, uh, so I, yeah. I shared that with Jim. And he said, oh, yeah, that's what my parents told me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I, I just, I, I'm grateful for High Five Adventure. I, you know, the ability to connect with people who've been in this work for, since this work kind of became a thing. Um, and the intergenerationality of, of those folks that show up at high five, um, is remarkable. And, um, you know, the, 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 just the, the gamut of awesome people who show up to, to learn with and from is, is really special. Um, you guys have created a really amazing thing up there. And, uh, I, I'm, I'm grateful for everything I've learned from you guys and, and to have been able to share so much space and time. Um, bugging out both in formal situations and uh, informally as friends. Um, I love you guys. I mean, goes both ways. I and am because especially you are. Because we love Jim Grout. Jim Grout. Jim Grout. Yeah. 
Oh, by the way, too, the title is Chief Locus Focuser. Chief Locus Focuser. Chief Locus Focuser. I, I didn't really look at that in my notes as well as I could have. Because yeah. that was Locus very funny. Your well, my first card that I came up with was like facilitator consultant. And people were like, really, dude? That's boring. <laughs> it's like, what should I be? Chief Locus Focuser? Yes, that's amazing. So, that's okay. right. Chief Locus Focuser. That worked? Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. And do it again. Thanks for listening. And can you say, uh, thanks for listening to High Five? Thanks for listening to High Five. <laughs> and then what about, thanks for listening to High Five's podcast? Can you do it? Okay, try. Thanks for getting High Five, guy. 